Well, hello, dear friends, and welcome to Chapel Chimes Podcast. I'm so glad that you have chosen to listen to us today, and I hope it'll be a blessing and a help to you. And we're going to continue here on Chapel Chimes, which is a podcast devoted to chiming in, commenting on all the things that are going on around us in our culture and in Christian culture and how Christianity and our culture clash. That's kind of what it's been devoted to about, and that gives us a myriad of topics to talk about. I'm excited because in these next few weeks, we're going to have some guests. We've got some things lined up, and I'm excited about that. I hope that you'll continue to tune in, uh, continue to like and share and rate and subscribe. Uh, we're new to this podcast. I don't know everything about podcasting, but uh, I understand subscribing and rating and liking and all that really helps it to get out, and we want to get the word out. And this is kind of a different type of a ministry for us. It's not a uh, I tell folks, folks ask me about it, and I say, well, we talk about things that we would not necessarily talk about from the pulpit uh, in a preaching setting or a teaching setting in a local church. Uh, and so we want to address things that sometimes we don't either have time to, or it's just not kind of fitting uh, in that type of a setting. But And today, again, is one of those topics, and I want to look at it uh, today, and I hope it'll be a help to you and encouragement to you. It may even make you aggravated, maybe uh, you want to reach out to us in that way, that'd be great. We, uh, I, I tell people all the time, scoffers are welcome. But I want to just look at something today that I really think needs to be addressed. Before we do, though, I want to have a word of prayer. And again, we ask you to like, share, and subscribe. To, and you can find us anywhere podcasts are at. If, if one works better for you, uh, just do that. Well, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray. Be with us in these next moments. We thank you for this opportunity. And I pray you just uh, speak to hearts through this. Help us to be stronger uh, for you. And we love you and thank you, Lord. Now, in Jesus' name, amen. Now, we make no bones about that this is a Christian podcast. I know in the world of podcasting, you've got um, a gazillion things, as they say, that you can listen to. Many of them, of course, are not Christian. We are decidedly Christian. We are Baptist in doctrine. Uh, we're, I am a traditional Baptist in particular. Now, you say, what do you mean, preacher? What are you talking about? And I want to just talk about tradition today. In fact, if I was going to give a title to today's podcast, it would be this. Is tradition a bad thing? Now, i got to lay some groundwork. I've got to make some comments. I've got to chime in before I just give you some thoughts to think about when it comes to tradition. In all transparency and all honesty, I am a traditionalist by nature and by heart. You see what you mean uh, by that, sir? What does that mean? Well, even when I was a young man, uh, I was, I, many folks that knew me, especially privately or knew me very closely, uh, I've always been what they call an old soul. You know, my wife used to pick at me, you know, when we were younger. And uh, now we're getting older. I'm starting to fill, fill all that in. But uh, she said, you know, you're, you are uh, really an, an old man in a young man's body. Uh, you know, she used to just laugh at that and, and, and my interests were that way. Part of this caused the influence I had growing up, being raised predominantly by my grandparents, and and uh, that World War II generation just had a big influence on me personally. And so, by nature, by my raising and those things, and I want to be transparent. I I like tradition. Um, now, the Bible tells us about tradition, and what I want to bring a podcast on today is: Is tradition a bad thing? Now we know according to the word of God, that when you teach for the commandments of God, the tradition of men, Jesus condemns that. That is wrong. 
Now, that's not necessarily what, I want to, what I'm really getting at, nor is that what I think most folks mean by tradition. When we talk about tradition, we're talking about time-honored things that go on in a culture or in a society or with a group. They're time-honored. There are things that have been established before, and we carry them on as traditions. We think of things like, in America, Thanksgiving or a birthday party or, you know, Groundhog Day. I mean, there's nothing to Groundhog Day at all, for example, but it is considered a traditional thing. The groundhog comes out. I mean, all that's just fun. And most traditions are just lighthearted and fun. And there is no problem with those. And, and uh, But we are living in a day, as we think about chiming in on our culture and Christianity, that there is, and, and I believe, in my opinion, um, that there is a big push across our culture to just do away with all tradition, all tradition, any tradition that is American in any way, uh, to do away with it or alter it or change it. The, the byword of today is whatever is new. Now, let me say again, I'll put a little caveat in here. I'm not saying or advocating that we need to go back to using an, a, the outhouse or a, the horse and buggy or doing away with paved roads. I'm not an advocate of any of those things or modern conveniences. Uh, again, in fact, many folks that know me know I'm actually a gadget guy. I like new technology. I, I, I enjoy those things, actually, and I find them very interesting. However, I just want to chime in and say, is all tradition bad? Before we begin to throw out all traditions. Now, I'll give you an example. Today, as I was perusing the internet as we are wont to do in the year 2021, I saw some uh, some banter back and forth between really two friends. They were actually, it was friendly. And in their conversation, and you said, man, you was full on as a kid, as a teenager, say Facebook uh, stalking mode. But in their conversation, it basically was this, and they were being very kind. There was nothing sinful about it at all. But in their conversation, as I was an outsider watching this, and they were doing it in public for everybody to see, they were lamenting the fact of how they were the, how they were raised. They were kind of making, I don't know, you'd say sarcastic remarks about how strict things were and how foolish being strict or having rules was. And we see this all the time. It is whatever I was raised by my parents or grandparents or whatever the local church said or, the God forbid, the Christian school or the Christian college. If they had a rule that I did not like, I can now go onto a blog, a website, uh, a podcast, and I can complain to the high heavens and just absolutely rip, snort, and tear through everything that is traditional at all. In fact, I really believe that's what's behind most of the new movement, this, you know, whether you call it recovering or whether you call it uh, whatever movement it is, you can call it whatever you want to. I know now we have the words fundy and trendy and all these things. But I just want to say this, is every tradition bad? Is Thanksgiving bad? Politically, we see it all around us. For example, we are rewriting history. Most of us that are a little older, when we were children, we were taught that George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, Christopher Columbus, we celebrated them in our public school. We sang songs. We learned about them. Uh, they were role models. They were. We took a day off of school sometimes. It just depended. And yet we know today 
we see a lot of that has been totally changed. Uh, we're not proud to be Americans anymore. Our traditions just seem to be thrown away, and thrown away at an alarming rate. Um, I, I came aware of this. Be I've always known this. We've always seen this. Here in the last few years, I've discovered a, a conservative thinker. I don't know about his Christian beliefs, but he's a conservative thinker, and he's from England. He passed away here a little while back. Roger Scruton is his name. He did a whole, and it become pretty well known, he did a video on beauty, for example. He talked about architecture and art. And he talked about how the further we get away from tradition and what is accepted as beautiful or right or wrong or appropriate or inappropriate, we're getting away from true art. I think many of us, and I, I remember watching that, he, he lamented and actually hated, for example, uh, pop music. It was just, you know, like trash in the ears. And, of course, you know, you say, well, that's his opinion. But in the throwing out of tradition, and, he, of course, he even used architecture. You know, there was a time that when a church built a building, it was beautiful. It was stone. It was, it was a message in how it was built. Uh, now we live in a, you, you, uh, the word would be a utilitarian society where it has to be usable. And he breaks that down in a very good way. And I learned a lot by watching that. And I've noticed that it's not just in architecture. It's not just in art. It's not just in everyday life. And of course, he would say this as well, but it is, it is in our churches. It is in our Bible-believing churches. And as I saw these two young people, they're younger than me, having this discussion on Facebook and Twitter and these other places, as I see these folks having these discussions, one of the things that just screams out is, is that we must, at all costs, get rid of all traditions. Now, again, I know there are good traditions and there are bad traditions, but I just want to chime in and say, we better be careful about throwing away our traditions. Whenever you were raised by a grandparent or a parent, and they set up rules that you thought were foolish, you better be careful that those rules were not actually foolish, but it's going to take you growing up to realize actually they were great rules. We better be careful before we throw out everything that's come before us and realize that many things that came before us came before us for a reason. In fact, I want to give you about six things today to think about. I know some young men listen to this podcast, or at least I hope they do. And I hope that this will make you think. And it's very popular today. We think about, I mentioned a couple of times on our podcast, the Jordan Peterson, who is a psychologist. He wrote uh, the book, The 12 Rules of Life. And then he is writing another book. It's not, it's not came out yet, 12 More Rules of Life. And much of what he's talking about is the restoration of basic Christian traditions, things like, you know, we used to say cleanliness is next to godliness. Now, that's not necessarily a Bible verse, but that is a statement that is made that's a very Christian statement. And he talks about clean your room, doing the simple, basic things. Those are traditionally held to be responsible things. Uh, a, a man having chivalry and being nice to a young lady, for example, holding the door open for somebody that's older than you or the opposite sex having proper manners. Now it's got to where if you have proper manners, you are having hate speech. And in fact, if we look around it, it, it's almost like we have lost our minds. Now, let me give you six thoughts today. And I'm going to elaborate on these a little bit. And I hope that you will think about these. And I won't be able to get into everything about tradition. But is tradition a good thing or a bad thing? Here's some chimes. The first chime would be this. Not all tradition is good or bad. I know I mentioned that just a little bit earlier, but we must dwell on that just a second. Not all tradition is good. I think of the story of the 
of the dear lady that, um, you know, she cooked a ham and then her daughter, when she got married, she was cooking the ham the same way her mom did. And uh, the mom came to visit. They had a ham dinner and she watched her daughter cooking and the daughter had cut each end of the ham off and just kind of threw it to the side. And the mom asked and said, why are you doing that? And she said, well, mom, I watched you cook ham all these years. I thought that was just the way you're supposed to do it. She said, honey, that's the only pan that we had. The only reason I did that was out of necessity. <laughs> Here the daughter thought it was the way you did it, thought it was a, a tradition, thought it was a just a way to do something. And she was repeating it, and the mom said, no way. And I use that story. I've used it in sermons before, but we have to ask ourselves, is it really a right tradition or a good tradition? Not all traditions are good. And the, having the attitude, even in church, of, well, we've always done it that way, that's not a good excuse. Sometimes the way we've always done it may have been the wrong way. And so I want to say that. However, not all tradition is bad. There is there is a, a movement afoot, and it's been going on for a long time, and that is anything as long as it's new. We have to be constantly changing. Let's change the Bible. Let's change our service. Let's change the decorations. Let's change the style. Let's just change and change and change. And by the way, let me say this. What was in style 30 years ago now is considered old-fashioned. What was in style 50 years ago is considered ancient. What's in style 100 years ago, well, you're just you're just a fool. And again, styles change and things change. Materials change. We, we, we no longer live in the horse and buggy days. I understand that. But not all traditions that we have in our society, in our homes, they're not all bad. The, everything about that is not bad. And that, that makes you stop and, and ask yourself, wait a minute, this is a pretty good tradition. It's not a bad thing. Now, it may not necessarily be a godly thing. It may not be a sin to not do it. But not all tradition is bad, number one. Number two, um, if you think it's bad, I want to ask you this question. I want to chime in. Are you sure it's bad? Are you sure that that tradition is actually bad or sinful. Even in church, I'd like to ask a lot of preachers who, who will chime in in their, in their sermons, on their podcast, on the radio, whatever it may be, or their blogs and, and social medias about how every single thing that, is, that has went on 10, 15, 20 years ago is now all of a sudden bad. And I just want to say this, says who? <laughs> Says the contemporary, says the trendy, says the the magazine. Who said it was bad? Or And maybe they won't say sinful, but they say, well, it's just not needed today. Or you've not changed with the times. Well, who said it was bad? Now, I remind you, when we, when we take this out of the field of Christian circles and culture, and we go into politics, for example, and what's going on in our world, uh, you know, it used to be that we knew what restroom to go into. In America, we're having a debate about whether a male is allowed to go into a female restroom, whether a male can play female sports. And I'm shocked at how many women will not stand up against this. It's shocking. It's ruining uh, uh, female sports. And we all see it. We all know it. And many times if you say anything about it, you feel like the, um, you know, the, the, the kid that says, hey, the emperor has no clothes. And that's the time in, in which we live. And, and the traditions of our past and the traditions that we hold to, are we sure that they're bad? Are we sure about that? Today you'll hear people say, well, we've oppressed people and, and America's not been a good country. Are you sure about that? You want to study that and make sure that you're not just listening to the news? You want to make sure that, that your forefathers and ancestors that preached and taught the word of God, you want to make sure that they were off in the doctrine, and that they were off in their teaching. Now, they could have been, but are you sure about it? See, I think a lot of times we just throw it out. We don't even ask the question. 
we don't even think about, is it bad? Now, let me say this. Another, I want to chime in. It's number three. Do you have a problem with the tradition or do you have a problem with authority? What I have found out about tradition is, I, and I've really thought about this quite a bit, it isn't so much that we have a problem with the tradition as we have a problem with the authority behind the tradition. People don't have a problem with certain traditions, certain things that they do. They go to the restaurant. They don't have a problem with doing certain things. There are certain things that just doesn't bother us. But if it's tied to the church, or if it's tied to a school, or it's a, we're living in a country, obviously people know this, where who is getting attacked quite a bit? The local church, education, and police. That's no, that is no accident. Let's break down every piece of authority. I was a kid. I was taught to respect the police. Many folks were taught to respect them. Does that mean they're perfect? Well, of course not. Does that mean they don't need to be held accountable? They absolutely need to be held accountable. And I would go on to say that I'm afraid that because they haven't been held accountable, there's a brushback by many people who are actually very supportive. But the truth of the matter is, is that many times we're not necessarily against our tradition, but we're against the authority behind it. We don't like what our dads taught us because we don't like our dads. We don't like what our grandparents told us because we really don't want to do, we really didn't like that about our grandparents. Oh, we appreciated them. And from a distance, we would we would act that way. But when it really come down to implementing in our life, we really didn't want that. And you know, I, I grew up around people that were very disciplinary and very strict. And I loved it, how it worked in their life, but I didn't want it in my life. And I'm concerned, if we're really honest about it, that that's what, that is what really is driving this whole thing of getting away from uh, the traditional Christian church, the traditional society, the traditional, we, we, anything but tradition. In fact, it is absolutely hated. This podcast alone will probably not be listened to very much. It'll be hated. Now, let me give you another one real quickly. Could it be, now this is just a thought to put in your brain, could it be that those that came before us may have been right? Now, obviously, there are times that they are wrong. Technology changes. Medicine, for example, thankfully, they don't do what they did with medicine 100 years ago. And our ancestors and forefathers were wrong. And there's times that we can look and say, hey, they were wrong. We can do better. But could it be sometimes that they were right? For example, I heard this years ago. You don't want to move a fence until you first ask yourself why the fence was put there in the first place. We're tearing down fences without even asking, hey, why was this here? We may want to look back at some of our forefathers and ancestors, especially on things that are non-negotiable, that really stand the test of time, and say, why did they say that? Why did they do that? Why did they build that building here and build it like that? What was the thinking then? Now, if it can be explained away and say, well, that's where the road was. We don't need to do that anymore. That's fine. But if it was because they had already done the research, and knew what they were doing. I think more often than not, many of our ancestors knew exactly what they were doing. You think something this simple as frying an egg. We still fry an egg the same way we did whoever first fried the egg. There's only so many ways you can fry. We cook them every which way, but a fried egg is a fried egg. That's a traditional thing. I heard someone say, well, I'm kind of against tradition. He said, well, breathing's a tradition, and it hadn't changed. There are certain things that just will not change. They're immutable. And could it be? Just a thought now, don't get upset with me, but could it be that our grandparents and our great-grandparents, our founding fathers, 
our church fathers, the pastor that was there a hundred years ago? Could it be that what he preached and what he taught was right? Could it be that some of the standards and convictions, some of the music, some of the things that we have learned, could it be that they were onto something? Could it be that they had went through that? Could it be that the Lord used them to get us to where we're at today? Now, we ought to, at the very least, tip our hats to the past. What we've done, I used to always say, you always hear, you know, tip your hat to the past, take your coat off for the future, you know, get busy and make another future, and that's great. But we've gotten where we don't even tip our hat to the past at all. We rewrite history or discount it altogether. And so there's a thought. Could it be that those that came before us were right? And let me say this. Another thing I want to chime in real quickly is we just can't be arrogant either way. I've listened to podcasts, watched the Twitter feeds and social media for the last several weeks and months very closely. The one thing that I've become very aware of is how arrogant many of us are. In fact, I've really had to look at my speech. The Bible talks about having it seasoned. Now, it's with salt. Sometimes it can be cutting. We have to make sure that we're not arrogant. It does no good if you have a point, but you're an arrogant jerk with it or, or weird about it or odd or abrasive on purpose. Some folks want to be abrasive just so they can get the click. But we can be arrogant both ways. Oh, I know some preacher will say, well, you know, those old preachers were arrogant and made fun of the young preachers. Sometimes there's some truth to it. You have to be honest about it. But let's not pretend that these young preachers coming up that act like they have got it all figured out. And, and it doesn't matter what my dad, granddad, neighbor, uncle, my home pastor, anybody believes, this is the truth. Because somebody is on a podcast or somebody has got a Twitter account or somebody's developed a website, this is the gospel truth. We can't be arrogant either way. We can't be arrogant and... You know, what happens What happens to older people who are maybe like me that are traditionalists and they, they look at young people? I, I just want to discount them. I lose all respect. They don't want to study or learn or grow. And I'm, I'm prone to say, well, you know what? If you don't want to do that, go on then. And that's not the way to be. We cannot be arrogant about that. But at the same time, we can't just because, I mean, we have almost a reverse discrimination. I know people today, you know, it's still, all of my life I've heard people complain about preachers wearing shirt and tie. You're not supposed to wear a shirt and tie. You have to wear a shirt and tie. Now it's got to be, if you do choose, I just saw somebody who said, you know, I'm still traditional. He wasn't trying to make everybody else. He said, I still believe in wearing a suit and tie when I preach. And they lambasted him. There was people coming out and saying, oh, man, I can't believe you're doing this. And we've got to not be arrogant either way. We've got to love the Lord, be close to the Lord, and not be arrogant. And then let me say this, just as a warning, just as a thought, Watch for the pendulum swing. You know, I've heard that since I was young Christian and young preacher. You know, these things, these trends that happen, they go both directions like a big grandfather clock. And that pendulum that will swing in one direction. You see it in politics all the time. The uh, America will go really liberal. And then everybody gets tired of the liberalness and they go back conservative. Uh, you know, you see it with Arminianism and Calvinism. You see it with, uh, you know, the contemporary church and the traditional church and you know, there'll be a swing back and where people say, you know, I'm tired of the shallowness. I've even seen it in some quarters where a lot of young men that are preachers say, you know, I don't want that shallow preaching or I don't want it to be just about trying to be cool and, you know, wearing a life jacket and the skinny jeans and the lights. I, I really want to have more than that. And then they'll go traditional and somebody say, well, you know, I'm tired of feeling pressured to be, you know, look a certain way and act a certain way. So they'll go back and forth. 
And I just want to say this, watch for the pendulum swing in anything in life. You know, watch for that. Those things come and go. That's why we must stay rooted and grounded in the Word of God. That's why we must, and that's one reason why I hold to traditional beliefs, because many things that are really traditional have stood the test of time. I mean, Thanksgiving has stood the test of time. I mean, it really has. There are certain things that we do uh, that are of consequence. You know, the way we structure church services. Now, somebody says, well, uh, it, biblically they met house to house. So y'all, met, y'all only meet three times a week. That's true. But traditionally speaking, they've worked pretty well. Now, does somebody want to change that around? Are they sinful? No. But let's not just act like the tradition doesn't matter because it does. It does matter, and it's good. It's not all bad. It may not all be good, but it may not all be bad. Think about that just for a moment. But let's watch that pendulum. Because if we're not careful, we'll go from one extreme to the other. And I've watched this. I've seen people that, I mean, they make a big deal about really things that don't matter. In fact, I'd like to ask a lot of people, well, why did you ever believe that in the first place? Why did you listen to that preacher? I've seen some nationally known preachers get up and preach things. that end up going viral. And at that time, nobody said a word. And I remember I've watched one. I'm thinking of a video. It's very well known. It's horrible. It's absolutely vulgar. And every man on the stage should have got up and walked off. And But the problem is, is why didn't they? Why didn't that happen? I don't understand. And then somebody later will say, well, I'm, you know, I've just gotten tired of that. Well, why did you ever like that to begin with? You see, one reason we do is because we're on that pendulum. You know, why did you think that? Be careful about that. The Bible talks about uh, the way the word we'd use today would be balanced. Dr. Clarence Sexton says foolproof is the biblical word that we'd use but not getting in a ditch on either way, uh, not being extreme. You know, extreme is something that Satan uses. Extreme is something that our flesh will do. But we've got to be balanced. We've got, to, uh, we've got to read the Word of God. We've got to never be, you know, I tell young men all the time, don't ever be more, uh, you know, uh, it's, things are never as bad as they seem. Things are never as good as they seem. And we've got to hold to that. God's Word is true. We've got to trust Him. So I just want to share those things with you today about is tradition bad? I hear people say it is, but I just don't think it is. It may not all be good, but let's be careful that we don't just throw the baby out with the bathwater. I hate that statement, but that's really what's going on today. We almost have a movement among us is let's just throw it all away. Let's don't hold on to anything that's good. Let's let's rebuild something. And I say to you today, let's hold on to the to the traditions. Let's don't throw those things out. Let me go over these real quickly, and we'll close with the word of prayer. Not all tradition is good or bad. Number two, are you sure, if you do think it's bad, are you sure it's bad? Have you questioned it? Have you looked at it? Are you sure you're studying that? By the way, I think of a man who who was uh, a political liberal. They asked him, well, what happened to you? And he said, well, I, I started thinking. I started studying. And he changed. And another thing he said, one man says, he said, well, I grew up. So, number two, are you sure it's bad? Number three, do you have a problem with authority or tradition? I think it's a good question. Could it be that those that come before us were right? Number five, we can't be arrogant either way. we got to be humble before the Lord. And then number six, watch how that pendulum swings. So, today, I ask you the question, is tradition good or bad? Have you thrown away traditions that you need to hold to? Are those traditions slipping that really are actually good things? I think it begs a lot of questions. I want to have a word of prayer, and I hope that this has been a help to you, an encouragement to you. I have no agenda. I have nobody in particular in mind other than to say 
and we want to do what God wants us to do and watch out for the throwing away of all tradition. Lord, I pray you be with us. I pray for folks that are listening, and I pray that this will be downloaded and that folks will be a help with it. We love you and thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Folks, thank you for tuning in to Chapel Chimes.